depression is a motherfucker. You have options. Should you or a loved one need any mental health support, please check out National Alliance of Mental Illness, otherwise known as NAMI, at NAMI.org. Or call their 24-hour hotline at 1-800-950-NAMI. That's 1-800-950-NAMI. This is Doug Porter of the Ectopod and Nowhere California Podcasts. You are not alone. Holy crap, Nowhere California is turning 10. Our anniversary episode is coming up, and we want to hear from you. You want to send us your love, your hate, your apathy? Damn, I haven't said that in a long time. Well, if you want to send any comments or memories or fuck yous about this milestone event, you can hit us up at nowhere underscore California at yahoo.com, facebook.com slash nowhere California, or of course our website, nowherecalifornia.com. This is Doug. And this is Josh. And this is Nowhere California. <laughs> in person edition. Yeah, it's been a while since you've been back in the room. Um, I think the last one that we did together in the room was the was the commentary for Annihilation. Yeah. And before then there was a Video really game yeah, episode. Yeah, which that was recorded back in Long, February, yeah, right? It was a while ago. Something like that. Yeah. It's it's funny because like I'm looking at the releases, and even though I don't listen because I'm not driving as much anymore, um, and I can't listen to stuff at work because my phone's ringing every 10 minutes, I keep up with the releases, and I see myself a lot. And then I remember, like, oh, my God, it's been so long since I've recorded. But then I forget that we record, like, almost nearly six months in advance. Yeah. So it's, like, it's, it's especially if it's, like, not not a breaking news air quotes in our yeah, audio since podcast. the world is yeah. slowed down on the breaking news yeah you know, yeah we we've we've gone back to normalcy which is all the standard breaking news that yeah, will interrupt the breaking news that'll interrupt movies the breaking getting news. released and yeah. shit finally starting to happen again and uh speaking of shit about to happen we almost had a we a, a almost group. had a trifecta we almost get yep i am uh i'm vaxxed and waxed yeah i'm ready to re- virgin smoothie yep virgin smoothie i uh I've, I've that should be the title of the episode, Virgin Smoothie. Virgin Smoothie. <laughs> I, uh, I am fully vaccinated. I am a week away for the full antibodies to be in effect. Yeah. Uh, but I did get my second Pfizer shot. Nice. Um, you know that whole, like, statistical anomaly of, like, you're going to get, you could possibly get, like, a cold or sick or whatever. Yeah. You know, which happens with even the flu shot. Exactly. You know, it's, it's not a big deal. Uh, yeah, I was that statistical anomaly. My fir- Yeah, my first shot, I was sick for about just a little over 24 hours, probably right around 36 hours. Yeah. Uh, the second shot, I was down the whole weekend and I had to take a day off work. That sucks. Which really sucks having to take a day off work because I've hit this stride momentum at work. And all I'm getting told is that changes are coming. Yeah. And I'm suspecting that I'm a key part of that change. So you want to stay in that spot. So right? I want to stay in that spot. So to all of a sudden be on this nice running marathon of a path and be like, I have to take a day off because I got vaccinated. Yeah. You know. And well, at least they'll take a look at that. And uh, for me, I'm halfway there. I got the Modena or Mo- Moderna. Moderna. I, yeah. I can't read. Um, yeah. I got well, the-, the reason I know all of the shot names and I know everything is because I've I've been the one in my family keeping up with the 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 logical side of all the vaccine yeah. stuff because I love my parents to death, you know. But they were they're very kind of out of well, no, they're not as bad as tinfoil hats. They're just very out of touch. Yeah. 
and they really, wear tinfoil ties. Yeah, they really only get their news from Facebook um, and the Today Show. Yeah. Well, the Today Show is an NBC show, which is owned by another conglomerate, which doesn't have its, you know, full, you know, narrow view. Yeah. And then it's Facebook, in which case it's they're friends with all the other people like them. So the cage, like every 15 articles, they get the one conspiracy theory article. Exactly. So I've taken it upon myself to learn all uh, of the right and, things. And so. be able to sprinkle it out right. when so, you need to. Yeah. So like my, my parents were like, oh, hey, what shot should we get? You know, because they're not against vaccinations yeah. at all at any means, you know, especially because they're older. You know, um, uh, they were like, well, which one should we get? And I was like, you need to get the Moderna or the, the, the Pfizer vaccine. I said, the Johnson & Johnson is a good vaccine. This was pre both cots. Yeah. Um, I said, it's a good one, but the uh, I said, but the, the rate's a little bit lower. Um, and the, the possible aftermath's a little bit bad, blah, 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 blah. And so, like, I learned Pfizer. I learned Moderna. I learned AstraZeneca. I learned Johnson yeah. & Johnson. I just learned all this stuff so that way when... I was questioned by my parents because as much as they're very much like the, they'll take the Facebook news at face value, if I can get in their vision yeah. and say, no, this is it, they'll listen. Yeah. So I was like, well, shit, I got to learn all this stuff. Yeah. So I, I, I did my own research. Which is know. good. Yeah. Yeah, I did my shot. I went to the college here, and it was funny. I got there, and I was filling out the paperwork, and on I was, it asked, like, have you been diagnosed with COVID? And as you remember from past episode, I was. Yes. So I had to ask, like, hey, how far back do we need to go here? And she was like, did you have it? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I actually tested here. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, okay. And I said, January. She's like, you're fine. Well, the other reason they're asking that question is because I know that the, I know what they're doing is they want to do the post immunity research exactly and to see how like to see what happens after the right. effect because did like, somebody who get did somebody who got covid before who got the vaccine did they possibly get covid again because no matter what as much as we're getting into this whole herd immunity thing and, and covid numbers are starting to go down or anything and yeah we did get the vaccine done really quick and stuff we have years of research that yeah. we still need to do. Like, I've told people that when it comes to this vaccine now, it's pretty much going to be like a flu shot. Yeah. It's going to be yearly. Yeah. It's going to be uh, boosters and all that stuff. Uh, but to kind of go back to where we were in the beginning of this episode, Nick was almost going to be here, too. We almost had Nick here. And which... he's a fully vaccinated fella, too. Yes. Yeah, he was actually fully vaccinated. That's another vaccin title there, too. Fully vaccinated fella. A fully vaccinated fella. Yeah. We uh, he was actually fully vaccinated before either one of us yeah. were because he works for school. Yeah, he was working for school district. He's an essential worker. Yeah, you know, so he got to jump the line, which is awesome that he, he got and to do also it. to kid wise his own kids and everything. He's the caretaker. Yeah, you know, he's involved in a, a lot of people's lives, so yeah. it was really it was good for him to to get vaccinated. And even then, like with the whole vaccination thing, I got a letter because well, you know, technically with my son being special needs, my wife and I are his yeah, registered exactly, caregivers. Yeah. That we got we got given a letter by the county. Um, office that manages Will's disability cases, um, and they're like, "Hey, here's a letter. Go get vaccinated. You're, yeah, do you your can, thing. You're fa you are phase one B." Yeah. And I was like, "I get it, but he's not immune. Like he's not autoimmune disordered. You know, well, it, there's no risk for him." So well, it was explained like uh, Mark Bernardin's kids. Yeah. Uh, the one of the hosts of Fat Man Beyond. Yeah. His kids are autistic too. Yeah. And. Like, he posted about getting the vaccine. Everybody's like, oh, fuck you, dude. Why do yeah. you get to jump a line? And he explained it. He's like, since my kid is special needs, and I'm the caretaker, so if my kid is down for the count, then there's going to be issues. Yeah. And, and he flat out said in replies, and he mentioned it on the show, he was like, I would give all the shots that I would need 
to just be able to know my kid doesn't need that kind of support. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, I mean, the other thing, too, is, like, yeah, by my son's caregiver, so if I get sick and then I give it to him and he gets around a kid who's autoimmune disorder, then it's, you know, yeah. there's always a, a, chain, slope, there's yeah. a chain of events. Well, the thing is, is I got that letter and I was phase 1B and I could have been, I could have gotten my vaccine, like, like almost two months ago. Yeah. Um, but I waited because of the thought of being, like, it's, I'm not at risk He's not autoimmune disordered. He's yeah. not around autoimmune disordered kids. It's okay for us to wait that I felt it was kind of moralistically respectable to let the more important people go on the exactly. phase 1B. And then as we were heading towards the phase 1C, I was like okay. We're more open. Yeah, then I was like okay, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and get my and go, I'm going to go ahead and get my It was done. a lot better than my reasoning where like we were wide open, and I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Yeah. I'm like, get up in the morning and go, okay, maybe my lunch break, I'm going to look around on my phone. Or, or, you know, by the end of my day, I'm going to yeah. look around um, on my laptop and get something situated. And then I get home from work and realize, oh, my God, it's 1130 already. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, the, the good thing for that, if anybody is listening um, – don't listen to Josh. Yeah. Um, that site is open 24 hours a yeah. day. So if it's 2 o'clock in the morning you realize you haven't registered for your vaccine, um, register for your vaccine. I had to go to sleep for work. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the reason but, I didn't just go, I'm going to do this. You know, and, and, and I, you know, we're not going to get wax philosophical on choices and all things like that. Yeah. Um, just as, as, as somebody who, you know, is, is wants to make sure everybody is healthy and safe um if you do want to there are a ton of resources yeah. to find out um where and when and how um you can get your vaccine um also it will tell you which vaccine you're getting um they are now starting to roll out to like corporate pharmacies and things like that so it's going to be a lot easier to get but just yeah it's going to become uh, it's going to get to a retail level too yeah. but to kind of go along with that too um, the people that are kind of declining it, yeah. it's your choice and everything, but right. also to make sure it's the proper choice. Yeah. Because there are those people out there that are like, fuck it. I don't need to be vaccinated. I don't want, I don't want Bill Gates to shoot a microchip in my arm and everything like that. Fuck off. But like for me, Kim yeah. can't get it right now she, right. because she just got done with radiation and everything. Her yeah. immune system is shot. And, but yeah. also too, for her, she know she does her research too. Yeah. Where even if it does screw with her immune system, the, possibilities of the side effects yeah with the current state of her health yeah she can't risk it yeah and that's no good. i mean there are there are scientific there are valid scientific reasons yeah. for a good portion of of society if you're not getting vaccines and i am all for that yeah but if your stance on not getting a vaccine is i don't want to get a microchip injected in my arm one if you think you're important enough to get microchipped you have a very large ego Two, if you're tweeting about not wanting to get microchipped from your iPhone, yeah. you're already being tracked five different ways. That was a big part of Titus's new special. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was just like, yeah. oh, you want to say this, this, and this, but you're tweeting it out on your iPhone. Exactly. Yeah. And three, if you live in a rural area and you're getting microchipped, it might actually help your cell phone reception yeah. and your internet signal. So you, all you people in the Midwest who have like thousand acre farms who can't get internet, you may want to go get microchipped because you could probably start streaming Stranger Things. Well, like Titus even mentioned it too, and I'll I'll tack that on there yeah. too. Where it's like if the vaccine would give you bigger tits, a bigger dick, or give you free Wi-Fi. Oh yeah, 
everybody would be vaccinated within a week. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. I mean, 100 percent. And and and, and if you the, can choose too, it's like exactly. you know, I'm good with my dick, but free Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. Or you know what? I'm 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 good with my dick, but I can use some tits. So, yeah. You know. Uh, and Dunkin' Donuts don't allow me into the store anymore. 100, <laughs> sir. This is a Wendy's. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, political choices aside, you know, we 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 do our part to not really kind of devise our audience in any in any way. Yeah, we will make us. our jokes and and things like that. And I think if you listen to the show long enough, you can all kind of figure out where our brains are at on certain things. Um, but again, there are scientific reasons not to do certain things like the vaccine or treatment or things like that, you know, and and I get also kind of, you know, moralistic reasons, religious reasons and things like yeah. that. You know, if if you're if you're if your reasoning for not doing something is logical. Great. Oh, yeah. Fine. I will not fault you. For well, that. it's interesting. Like very recently, uh, Joe Rogan, the. the new supreme overlord of podcasting for some fucking reason i can't stand that dude uh, no i can't either um he recently said something on his show where he was pushing uh vaccine conspiracy theories and everything and everybody started eating them alive but also spotify didn't refuse to take down the thing mm -hmm. but also too since they're paying him a shit ton of money they probably pulled him aside and like you need to do something oh about yeah he backpedaled a lot oh yeah and I give him credit for when he needs to, like, make amends on saying something stupid. Yeah. He'll be the first one to say, I'm a fucking moron. Yeah. Don't listen to I me. Mean, if, if, I mean, if you look, I mean, looking at Joe Rogan, what he, he is the Rush Limbaugh of stoners. Yeah. Like, would they, I mean, th there were people like him all through the 60s and 70s. The, everybody had the 27-year-old brother who lived in the basement. Yeah. You know, smoking pot, talking about UFOs, and had a blacklight poster up you know yeah he just gets to do it on a microphone and, and gets paid shit, thousands of dollars a month yeah you know I, well and, like when the debates were going on and everyone was like joe rogan should do the debate moderating and no, I, god even no. nick like posted about it and i'm like dude no no and i thought i said he is not a journalist and nick was like he's a journalist i kind of squashed it there because yeah a journalist takes himself out of the story yeah Joe Rogan does not take himself out of the story. No, the whole point of Joe Rogan is how is the world affecting Joe Rogan? Exactly, and that's what the show is. Yeah. And that's, he's good at it. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I understand the concept of Joe Rogan, and I get why he is so popular with the masses, because, again, he is the Rush Limbaugh of free thinkers. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's a good idea. <laughs> well, like, with the whole him moderating debate, like, him moderating debate, no. It has to be a journalist. It has yeah. to be a legit journalist. Like, everybody is pushing for it, like, a couple days after that. He's like, dude, I do not want to do the fucking debate. Yeah, I mean... He's like, if you need somebody to moderate the debates, get, like, Big John McGurk or whatever the hell that dude... Yeah. The, the referee from UFC. The famous it, referee from UFC. Yeah. I, I love that, like, the... Like the administrative workers of UFC have almost become more popular than the UFC fighters themselves. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. <laughs> well, I think it's because two UFC fighters rotate in and out. Like, yeah. they, I mean, you're, you're getting a new UFC champion just... as much as you're getting like a new, like little league, you know, star man. Yeah. Like, and it, and I don't know a lot about UFC, but I'm UFC I was about to say we're kind of, we're we're delving in that sports ball area. Well, see, I'm UFC adjacent one because a lot of UFC news comes across wrestling news because there's a crossover. Yeah. And two, my wife's family also likes UFC. Her dad's a big UFC guy, yeah. and so I know a lot about UFC. I cannot tell you over the ten years I have been with my wife. That I have seen the same name in four consecutive pay per views. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like it, they just rotate around, man. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess kind of curve back to Nick. Yes. Because we might as well just make this a Nick episode. Right. <laughs> because he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> Buddy, you and I. Yeah. And that's exactly what I want to bring up right yeah. now. Something I realized 
as we were leading into this episode, mm-hmm. for the Dearly Departed Ecto, the last time all of us recorded was February of 2020. Yep, so a year ago. Yeah, but for you and Nick, the last time you two sat down for it, nowhere, mm-hmm. if my calculations are correct, well, mm-hmm. not really calculations, just me yeah. dicking through my uh, Instagram or yep. the Nowhere Instagram, it's possibly June or July of 2019. Jeez, so we would have even recorded that a little bit earlier. Yeah, well, it was posted in August, so I'm figuring oh, like so June yeah, or would July. Have been, yeah, it would have been June or July. Because it was, the eighth, May. It was yeah. the eighth, eighth year episode of Nowhere. Yeah, and then you had told me it's the band movies one, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, it was all four of God, us. God, man, I, I can't even remember what I said in that. Ep- I can't even remember what my life was like yeah. that day, Well, man. that's the weird thing. That Like, eighth anniversary, it was all four of us. Yeah. Which was probably the last time. Yeah. On nowhere, it was all four of us, honestly, if I remember correctly, because after that, it was really starting to get sporadic. Well, see, that's what I'm. I, now that you bring up the concept of like of how long it's been since we've all been in the room together at the same time, and yes, I granted a lot of that was a year of our lives was completely derailed. Yeah, you 2020. Know? That's and all you gotta could, say. And you know, it was you know, impo- it was physically impossible to be in the room together yeah. it wasn't we were lazy or we you know yeah, we no. you know it was just like hey if we get together we could oh. die yeah you know <laughs> so so a year accounts for that but like not only has it been this long since we've all been together but when is the next time we are all gonna be together all four of us all that of us. i honestly because all of our lives have changed oh yeah so drastically well, like look at it this way especially talking about last year yeah eighth year was all four of us yeah ninth year was only me. Yep. And like we're only mere months away from the, the tenth. tenth full year of yep. nowhere. Yep. And that's the question. Like I, I would love to have Phil here, but I, he's, he's doing stuff, man. Yeah, he's, he's making he, a life. He has a life. Yeah. And he's making a life with his wife. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just really like I really wish, and and it's kind of one of those things that like hindsight's twenty twenty. Um. I wish I could journal. I've tried so many times. I've bought great notebooks and I've gotten yeah. great pens. And then I go to sit down and this I go. This is my writing bag now. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah, right. This is my journals and yeah. all that crap in there. And I go to sit down. And unless I'm not, unless I'm writing something negative, I'm not writing anything. Because when I write my journal, I just get so, get, like, angsty and live journaly with it. You yeah. Know? And, well, and, that was the thing. Like, we talked about on here where. When I first started going to therapy and I mm-hmm. told my therapist my journaling of the past where I verbally abused myself. Right, yeah. And she's like, you're only supposed to be really positive. Write down positive things. Right. And I'm like, oh, really? So that led me into cracking into my never-ending story journal and mm-hmm. making that my positive book. Mm-hmm. And I I did well with it. Yeah. And I got through my London trip and have everything from my London trip. But the thing I've been sitting and like knowing I need to at least do one more page in that journal is right. when I met Kevin Smith. Right. I still have not done it. Yeah. One of the greatest moments of my fucking life. Right. And I still haven't done it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing, too, is like I can't bring myself to write positive stuff when I journal. I wish I could have journaled just as a documentary style because I want to know. I wish I could go back and take a journal and go, oh, what was life like in 2019 of July? And I could go back and I could be like, oh, my God, this was happening. This was, and because, like, I can't even wrap my head around. Well, that's what any of us was what any of us were going through or what any of our lives were. Well, like in, like in the Mormon religion. Yeah. Like journaling is big. Yeah. And I've seen my mom's journals and she can do that. And yeah. I think the thing is the, the people that can do that. Yeah. 
mentally are okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're not. <laughs> right. And, and that's the other thing, too, is what cracks me up uh, on top of that is how is it that we can't even remember what we were going through and what our lives were like simply two years ago? I get that for, like, teenagers and, like, early 20s when people's lives are, like, forming and all oh, yeah. We're fucking adults. Yeah. Like, we are, like, full-bred, like, almost needing to, like, look into AARP adults. Yeah. And I still don't know what my life was There's like two years things ago. There's certain things where you're yeah. like, huh? I can remember some of the most pointless shit on the planet. Oh, fuck yeah. Hell, my brain gets going enough, I'll remember arguments and fights I've had, like, Years ago. Yeah. But you want me to remember something important? Yeah. God forbid that happens. Well, what's so funny is, is and, and it's not funny. It's actually kind of tragic, and I'm just... We're going to make ma- it funny. I'm masking it with humor, because sardonic humor is my way of coping with yeah. the world. Um, okay, so I'm sh- I've said this in episodes past, and we've been best friends for 16 years, so you know this. My memory sucks of yeah. my childhood. Not I had a shitty childhood, and my memory... Well, yeah, sucks. I remember this conversation. The physical memory of my childhood is gone. It's oh, a yeah. blank tape. And I know, I don't, I mean, scientifically, I'm sure it's a lot of, like, repression and all that stuff. But if you, if, if you asked me to, like, timeline, I have flashes. I just, I, and honestly, my earliest memory, I have been asked this question, and I fought very hard about it. My earliest memory is kindergarten, yeah. kindergarten, kin, I say kindergarten, kindergarten, playing on the playground and meeting my first childhood friend, Adam, yeah. on the playground. I was four. I don't remember anything for the first four years of my life. I remember from kindergarten, my teacher saying to the entire class when we were doing the whole sitting, yeah, that she had a dream about me. Gross. Yeah, not really. It wasn't. Luckily, it was back in the day where like not half the class was like the fuck. Yeah, but she was contextually like, like yeah. even at that age, like, yeah. Oof. And I vaguely remember that. And you then, didn't go. You didn't go to Catholic school. Right? No. Okay. No. <laughs> no, Lime Street. I believe that's it was but and that's the thing like i remember vaguely like some uh, certain things from kindergarten first grade yeah because we were moving around schools then and i and after that i remember it mostly because i stayed at one school from like the rest of elementary school like i remember mr holmes yeah. mr kearns miss johnson miss Kreider, miss ishtar no miss michaels ishtar but then that kind of goes into the multiple teacher realm. right yeah see my thing is 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 and all of these memory lapses that I have and all of this blank tape static shit, um, I don't know if it's because I'm starting to get healthier in a way. Like, I've really yeah. cut back on my energy. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I'm starting to kind of be able to unlock a little yeah. bit. Um, and in that, I've been having conversations with Monique about memories. And I'm telling these stories. And I'm telling them, and they're like, hey, this thing happened. And I'll tell these stories, and then she'll just be looking at me in, like, the weirdest fucking way. And I'm like, what? What's going on? She goes, that's a fucked up story. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Why? Like, why, why is that? She goes, think. She goes, replay that in your head with somebody that wasn't you. Yeah. And I go, oh, fuck. Well, like, it's kind of the Titus joke when he's talking about being abused by his significant other. Yeah. And he's blaming it on himself, and his friend's like, can you call my phone and leave that on a message so I can play it back for you? Exactly, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I told this story, and, I, and I'll summarize the story very fast. I told the story of this one time I was on a school trip. Um, we, were, um, we had gone on, a, like, a, like, a leader's retreat to Catalina Island, and on our way back, the engine of our boat blew up. 
and not in the like shut down we're stuck no like literally physically like kaboom. wow um all of us That's in the lower impossible shit. right all of us in the lower deck like saw the flames shoot up from the from the vents and it it was fell up with smoke and it was crazy and the only worker down there fucking bailed on all these kids and it was and it was, it was fucked and uh, my friend and I ended up running back into the flaming room like smoke filled flaming room a bunch of times to help friends out and all this stuff and then like all of this stuff happened and then nobody talked about it again the school didn't yeah. acknowledge it <laughs> our teacher didn't say shit about it everybody lived shut up yeah <laughs> like and I tell this story to Monique and she go and she's just like that is so fuck like she goes that's fucking traumatic <laughs> and I go well yeah I look at the story as I was a hero and saving lives but yeah it's kind of fucked up you know <laughs> and 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 it's and it's just it's 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 weird that I can have those those blank slates of memory, and now I'm starting to remember random things. But then going back, you, you it's funny as it seems like the older I get, the more I can access older shit. Yeah. And now I'm having trouble accessing earlier shit and like later the shit. Short term memory. Yeah, like my short. Long term yeah. memory is opening back up. Yeah, it's so because normally that's supposed to be the other way around. Like as you get older, you stop forgetting shit. Well, I think in our shoes, it's kind of that way because like. A lot of my memories are starting to become triggered by movies. Right. Like, I remember going to see Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade when I was, like, I think seven mm -hmm. at a friend of mine's birthday party when it was at the movie Seven. Yeah. That was across the street from the Victorville Target. Yeah. If you remember that theater. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Which became the Dollar Theater, which now got wrecked and is now the Ford dealership. Yeah. And then uh, our most recent cheap theater, the Mariposa, is shut down now. Shut too. down now. Yeah. yeah but, um, also Thanks, COVID. Yeah, I know. And then um, I remember going to see The Flintstones was the first movie I was able to see by myself. Mm -hmm. And I, I will always remember that. And that's a weird thing. Like, Flintstones will pop in my hands. Like, oh, that's my first movie yeah, I saw by see, myself. I... And like I said, a lot of it is triggered by movies now. See, uh, yeah. I don't even... See, for me... Items are what trigger. It, it's only. It's. I don't even know what triggers. I, I mean, I, I know a lot of what's triggering is the fact that like I'm talking to a therapist now. Yeah. Um. Like legitimately talking to a therapist. Yeah. Um, doing the proper therapy. Yeah. Stuff, like yeah. doing it right. You yeah, know. Not. God. You know. Not sedated with alcohol. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which. Oh, by the way, my uh my one year sobriety is in July. Nice. Uh. So. Yeah, and I'm just I'm accessing all these really weird random memories. And of course, a lot of them are traumatic because that's the repressed memories. Yeah. And it's, but it's, it's really weird to, and it's, it's almost, it's almost weirdly philosophical for this to be happening to tell these stories from a completely separate point of view. Cause these stories are from my point of view, but I describe them to somebody else yeah. who's looking at them from their point of view. Yeah. So you have two different perspectives of the same story. And then the person from the third point of view tells you that that's different, but for 20 years that memory has played the same way. All of a sudden you're like, oh my, God. okay, the sky was green, yeah. you know, like whatever the, what the, like what the fuck? Well, that's the beauty of therapy, honestly. You know, and it's so, it, I am so, even now I am still kind of combative with therapy, not against my therapist. Yeah. I love my therapist to death. Like, it's so weird because every time we get off the Zoom together, my instinct is to say, I love you. Because it's always like, okay, cool. Well, our time's up. I'll talk to you next week. Have a good week. Oh, you have a good week too. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. But 
but like my brain goes, okay, I love you, bye. <laughs> and then you have that other, yeah, I said it. <laughs> but like, so I'm getting off, I get off Zoom with her and I'm just like going to say, but I love my therapist to death and she's so awesome and stuff. But I, I am combative with therapy for myself because there are also instances when telling these stories, these weird like third person perspectives of my memories there's some stuff I don't want to access. Yeah. And there's some stuff that now that I've told these stories that I don't want to remember and I don't want to look at them that way. Yeah. Like uh, the whole boat story. I, for years, have looked at that story as I was the hero. I <laughs> ran into a burning boat to save people that I didn't even like. And not uh, uh, testimony for the prosecution. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, hey, you traumatized this teenager. And, well, it's kind of like and, um, they're the stand-up comic uh, Kyle Kinane. He has this whole riff about, oh, you get to repress memories? Ooh, let me see where you can do that at. And then he starts going off about all these different things. Like, yeah. how about me repressing that time I got the beeger from the underage girl with brain injury? Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and it's awesome. Sorry, you th- you're thinking like, oh, fuck, what the fuck? Yeah. And he gets through and he's like, ooh, let me repress that. <laughs> <laughs> because it wasn't, he didn't know until she was like gobbling his knob, like he yeah. said. And he was like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's it's really, it's, repression is a really weird thing. And, and, and it's even weirder when you don't think you've repressed memories. Yeah. You've always thought, well, I just have a really shitty memory. And then you start unrepressing. I don't even know if that's a word. No, uh, unrepressing we'll, it works. We'll, we'll, yeah, decoding, I yeah. guess. You're like deprogramming that shit. Yeah. Um, then you realize, like, oh, my God, I've repressed so much. What else have I repressed? Yeah. And then you start trying to unlock your brain, and then you're like, okay, maybe I shouldn't approach all this at light speed. Uh, maybe there's a reason why. Keep I some of these doors locked. Yeah, <laughs> like, let's not run headfirst at a wall. Let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's back this up a little bit. Um, I think what the weirdest thing about kind of going back to the whole 2019 two years ago thing and yeah. i know what we kind of went wax tangent on repression memories it, it was nowhere. really really weird <laughs> i didn't mean to get all like emotional on you guys uh, welcome to nowhere doug <laughs> right exactly what are we doing i've been doing this for how long we've been doing this for almost 10 years now <laughs> who the fuck are you uh, <laughs> how'd i get here see that's how bad my pants yeah, who am i um it's real this 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 last like for me it really kind of a lot of my life like changing over the last couple of years, I can kind of pinpoint it down to a very particular time frame. And it was about seven, eight months after we moved back to the desert that like little things started processing that I was like, I am doing a lot of shit wrong. Like I, I like going through, especially going through all of the mental health time I did in Santa Cruz, where I was in and out of facilities and things like yeah. that. Like that's a whole nother episode. But like all of that, like my brain and my thought process was always like, well, I'm trying and I'm doing stuff right. I'm really trying. I'm really trying. I was, I was trying. Don't get me wrong. But then like I had this really weird introspective moment where I was like, oh my God, if you were to take what is going on and put it on paper and describe it. And play it out like a book. I am reading this Choose Your Own Adventure novel very wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, I am going like, huh, can you go into the cave? I don't know. Turn to page 78. And then I grab another book and go to 78 in that book. It's it's really weird. But I do want to... I, this whole weird COVID lockdown craziness that we've went through, at the end of it all, it has really changed 
so much short-term, long-term outlook on every... People have come out of this completely changed. Oh, yeah. You know, and and like we made a joke before we even got on mic that there's a lot of people are getting divorced now because they realized that they fucking hated their partner. Well, that's the thing I was I joked about like early yeah. in the lockdowns when everybody was like breaking lockdowns and everything yeah. is like if you're so against the lockdown then you got to look around and see who you're around. Right. If you really hate those people, yeah. but if also too you're by yourself, yeah. you hate yourself. Exactly. But see, the thing is, as as everybody, especially us as a society, it just has to do with us as a society because we're all depressed motherfuckers. Everybody's focusing on the negative things that have come out of lockdown, and and don't get me wrong, the world has changed and it's it's sad and a lot of bad yeah. things have happened. But a lot of good. There's also a lot of good things. I mean, people. There were people who had babies going right into lockdown that yeah. got to spend a year with their child. Yeah. There are instances of children who were being bullied in school who got to stay home for a long and grow and flourish. Yeah, and work their way through it. Yeah, and then, and then there was there was people who their job realized, like, oh, hey, you can work from home. Well, guess what? I'm Shit, we're going to, yeah, you get to stay home from now on. Yeah. And now these people don't have, like, there's a lot of fucked up things that happen, but through all of the fucked up things that happen, there's always some good stuff that happens. You know, and, and, and I, I, I really hope, and especially coming from us, because, you know, we're the two most pessimistic assholes in the world. Yes. And we will wax intellectual about goddamn everything. Yes. I do want, for both of us, because you and I also, off mic, have had this really weird precipice conversation between both of us about the, the things that are going on. Yeah. I want to, as much as we can't remember what happened two years ago when we were, have been on this tangent of like, oh God, Nick and I were in the room two years yeah. ago. I am hoping next year. At this time next year, when we're we're approaching the anniversary of the eleventh year anniversary, yeah, that we look back on this time, po- year post COVID, a year post lockdown, a year on this precipice, and we just go, holy fuck! Like what a weird time. But like, we can look at the 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 Lion King esque cliff, yeah. you know, and say like Simba, yeah. you know, and and I just I don't I don't want. I really don't want to forget moments anymore. Yeah. And, and... Well, that's one of the biggest reasons we do this. Yeah. And that's what... It, that's the other thing I was going to say at the end of this, and we'll go off on another tangent after that. Missing all of these episodes and missing all of these recordings like we've had... To, like I've had to do over the year and, and how we've not been able to be in the same room, I've lost blocks of time because I don't have flags to put them on. I don't have those little markers to set down and say, hey... This six weeks of time, you should remember because you and Josh and Nick were talking about, you know, well, Mortal Kombat. We're going to yeah. talk about Mortal Kombat in the future. Or, yeah. hey, you, you got to talk about Star Wars for an hour. Isn't that great? Yeah. You know, uh, eventually, I, we'll talk about Justice League. Eventually, we'll yeah. get there. Right. You know, yeah. It's a long fucking movie, people. When they, <laughs> when they eventually launch the Snyderverse, we'll, we'll talk about yeah. <laughs> Justice League. I think what I'm really kind of trying to trying to point out at the end of all this, especially with the fact of the two years that we that like is really weirdly blocked out, and it's been a long time since all three of us, especially all four of us, have been in the room. When's the next time we're all going to be together? We're coming up on 10 years on this. Yeah. And watching... Just kind of replaying everything, or like, just like the show doesn't feel any different than when we started this ten years oh, yeah. ago. It still feels the same. I'm not working from a script. Exactly. Well, <laughs> yes. I mean, don't get me wrong. Aesthetics have changed. Yes. Like logic has changed. But we've whole, evolved. The concept of what we're doing 
has stayed the same. We are just four ridiculously weird people who decide to get together and talk about our weird shit on a microphone. Yeah. You know, with no concept of where we're going. Yeah. You know, we, we have a concept of like we going thinking like like today we didn't really have a right. roadmap. A free balling episode as yeah. I call it. Yeah. But we were gonna do a Mortal Kombat episode or like the last episode posted was about theaters reopening or we do commentaries yeah. or I mean we have a base going into it and when I mean we don't know where we're going is we don't have we don't we don't have sections. We yeah. don't have like a news like Ecto, we had news and collectibles. Yeah. We just go we're all going to get together. We're going to talk about this thing for an hour. Oh, yeah, by the way, we're going to talk about every other thing around it. Yeah. You know, and it, and it's... It's it, a free-flowing conversation. It really is. And it's and, and I was talking about not being able to journal. These podcasts, especially for you and I, are almost audio journals yeah. of the last 10 years of our lives. And, and it's just so interesting to see where our lives are now, where they were 10 years ago, and what is on the perspective horizon of our lives. Oh, definitely. You know, and and I had this really funny dad moment this week, um, or last like in last week into this week. Um, Will's back in his special needs T-ball. He didn't get to play last season because, you know, COVID. Yeah. He's now matured a lot. He's a lot more aware. He's a lot more participatory in things. He's very, very, very much grown. Um, now he likes to play baseball. Before he was, nah, he was kind of like, "What the hell are we yeah. doing here?" He was just like, "All right, cool. We're all standing on this grass area for a long time." Now he likes to play. That's how I was with T-ball. He's I was just like, swinging, "What are we doing?" <laughs> he is hitting off tee. Nice. The tee is gone. His coach is teaching him how to hit to a pitch being thrown to him. Nice. And I'm just watching this, and and. I, I can't speak for all special needs parents. Um, I can only speak for myself, and I can only speak for whatever weird special needs quirk I am in with my son because it's, you know, every It's different special, for every parent. Yeah, every every parent is different. Every child is different. Every special needs child is different. It's really weird, and I I, I never... It's, it's because I was trying to be so cool with him and trying not to ever pressure him with like trying to achieve something because of his of of his disability i never put expectation on him so to all of a sudden see him hit a ball with a bat without a tee at six years old was especially being you know autistic was amazing oh yeah because i'm 36 years old and i can't hit a ball (laughs) with a fucking bat um but it it I, i got to go in that moment i was like oh my god my son is growing up and then i was like that's my son. I'm old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's fun to have those old moments. <laughs> you know, it's it's real. It's it's it is what it is. And and I'm, as much as I hate that term. Oh no, I I do too. And I couldn't think of another term to say. But no, sometimes it, it fucking works. Things and, and this is a this is a philosophy I've had for a long time. Um, I've said it with you. I've said it with Monique. I've said it with practically anybody I'm giving advice to. Things are going to play out as they are going to play out. You can manipulate the situation as much as you can. You can play factors. You can do things. You can try to change things. Yeah. But the second something is on course to do something, it is going to get there. Yeah. You know, how it gets there, how you can change we, it. We talked about off mic with my recent ups and downs. Right. Yeah. Like, things are going to play. It, it's... Like it, everything has an end. Yeah. Everything will eventually resolve. Yeah. 
how you get there is the, the journey of getting there is up to you and everything yeah. like that. You know, and so so going through the last 10 years of our lives with this show, going through the last couple of years of, of lockdown and, and COVID and and then, you know, Trump, Trump. And, um, and, and and now I've got a new job, which is looking like it's going to become a career job. Yeah. And, and I'm going to be staying in the desert and I'm kind of putting that whole like city life urge away and kind of putting that away in a drawer, just kind of like realizing where life has changed. No matter what, on a timeline, things are going to just go. Yeah. Regardless of, of there's there's no point in standing still. Because shit's just gonna move on with I mean Ferris Bueller said it right. Like, yeah. you know, you stop to look around once in a while or things are gonna get past you. Like I mean that's not the exact quote, but yeah. I just I I I am so hopeful for what these little moments from now on with all of us with recording are going to do for us because it's finally going to be a chance for us to all get back in the room together. Yeah. Um, for all of us to to it, audibly embrace each other again and and kind of bring not just a new sense of normalcy to the world because, you know, things are getting back to normal. Theaters are opening. Restaurants are opening. You know, they're going to start cruise lines yeah. in October and all that. But... A new sense of normalcy for us again. You know, it's it's it blew my mind that it's been two years since you, Nick, and I have been in the room. Yeah. Because for the longest time, it was always that oh, way. Yeah. At least every other month, we were all getting together. And so now, having gone through that weird, fiery pit of fuckness, as yeah, I could call it. Yeah. It's going to be weird having all of us having gone through that and then getting back in the room together and getting in front of these microphones and being just as weirdly dipshitty as we, we always are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and this went completely different than I expected this yeah, episode good to go. Though. You know, and well, I mean, there's nothing stopping us from still going more. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I think it, we. I feel like I just talked all over you on no, this episode. You no, I, th I think I got in there a good amount of times, but I think it's about time to. Nick wasn't in the room. Yeah. So I pulled a Nick and yeah. just talked. There we go. Yeah, but um, before we do hit that off-ramp in park, yeah. um, talking about memories and everything, and then a positive memory that came out as me and Kim were driving around and everything, we're talking yeah. about different things. And one of the, I guess, positive sides of Facebook can be the Facebook memories. Yeah. And one came up recently that I can still remember vividly. Mm -hmm. And with as we talked about ups and downs and everything and realizing where life is. Yeah. Like the people around me, my favorite people, I don't want anything to ever happen to them. And the, like okay. one memory came up where it was our Hollywood days. Yeah. Where it's, it's a picture I took of you, Monique and Kim in your kitchen in your little apartment, and everything, my kitchen slash living room slash dining room. Yeah. Slash. But like, as we're talking about in the car, I'm like, yeah. I told Kim, like I can, even without that picture, I can vividly remember just sitting on your bed, I think, watching you guys talking and thinking, these are my three favorite people. Yeah, man. And, and, and just, it was a mental snapshot of that moment that is forever ingrained in my brain. Ag agreed. And and it's funny because we had, you had discussed a second ago about, about how things trigger memories and movies, items, smells, you know, what have you. But what is really interesting when memories get triggered is what in your life is still the same yeah. as that memory. And we're talking about a memory that occurred 10 years ago. Yeah. 
I was in living in Hollywood. In nine years, actually, because it was when Kim was first initially in the mix. So, yeah, nine, it's ten years. It's getting to ten years. Yeah, it's getting to ten years. You know, almost a decade ago. Yeah. But looking at it, it is still you, Kim, Monique, and I. Like, yeah, but the, the group has grown. The group has grown. But and still. The, and, the thing, and things have changed around it. But you could totally replicate that photo. Yeah. It is still you, Kim, Monique, and I. Yeah. So as much as things have changed, things are almost still the same. And that's oddly comforting, you and know? I, and I think that's a good way to... Things change, but they're all still the same. Yeah. <laughs> and, but it's comforting. It's, it is. It is comforting. And, and, you know, something else that has changed that's always going to stay the same is us, you yeah. know, with the show. You know, like I said, we've been doing this for 10 years. But the heart and the root of the show and the heart and the root of what we do is still the exact same. Yeah. Four wildly weirdly guys getting together and talking about wildly weirdly things in pop culture. Yeah. Now, with that all being said, this has been Josh. This has been Doug. Be excellent to each other. 